Hello again, everyone. This is Gary Roth with the Blue Collar Consulting Group Podcast. I am excited to come to you today and talk to you about getting a better job. Now, some of us are out there in our careers. Some of us are out there in a job. And some of of us are a burden to society and we are not working. Now, of course, I'm joking about that. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a situation. But we're going to talk today about getting a better job. So let's do a little bit of background. And today is a very special time. And if you don't live under a rock, then you can see uh, you can see that unemployment is at record lows. Um, it's making the headlines now how there are more jobs than there are people. And I think that's amazingly awesome. I think that there are a lot of things that contribute to that. I think an overeducation situation in our country where for the past few decades there was a run to college, figure yourself out in college, and a lack of practical skills such as your vocational, technical trades, whatever. Now I come from Boonville, Missouri. It's a little town in the middle of the greatest state in the nation and we learned early on that there is a balance between vocation and and education. And so knowledge is great, application is better, execution trumps them all. So when you're looking out there in the world of what you're trying to do, you got to have a nice balance. You've got to have some formal education. You've got to have a nice blend of experience and technical training is always helpful. You will see that there are enormous amounts of jobs out there for those that have certifications and a variety of skills. I mean, I think the problem is, even as I was getting ready to say that, there's a hesitation there. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to talk talk less to people. You know, vocational trades such as HVAC, which is heating, ventilation, and cooling. And so, there's actually nothing wrong with those jobs. And chances are, those guys out of their tech school, guys and gals, excuse me, those people out of that tech school will probably make a lot more than you. Uh, than you will for the first 10 years of their career, maybe even more so. And then a lot of those folks that work in the trades often start their own businesses. And guess what? They're going to make more than you then as well. So go ahead and get your sociology degree and good luck working at Starbucks. But for the rest of us, if you want to get a good job, it's important to prepare yourself on the front end. What do I mean by that? So pay attention in school get good grades, choose classes that are not just necessarily easy, but choose classes that are going to prepare you for the future. I remember taking home economics in junior high. That's how I know how to load a dishwasher. I remember taking basic electronics with Mr. Hendricks and, you know, just learning the basics of electronics. I remember learning how to balance a checkbook in high school. And I, I hear that schools don't teach that stuff anymore. Personal finance is important. Just yesterday, I gave a, a little briefing to a soldier who it was fun for me and educational for her on, on what a mutual fund is and how to invest in a mutual fund. And so I just think it's really great. I'm very fortunate because I came from a small Midwestern school where they value the, the very things that I'm talking about when it comes to the balance of education and training, practical, real world stuff, if you will, and allowing me to leverage that in my own life. Now, you take that a step further. 
put me in the Army, and then it goes incredibly higher. I did get my undergraduate in public marketing. <laughs> I always say that. Public relations and marketing, and then I have a master's in ministry and leadership that I acquired uh, this December. And by the way, I'm debt-free. So I learned along the way to balance practical training, practical education, along with formal education to give me a really robust, um, I don't know, skill set, background to draw from. So when I lay out my resume, I know that it's very impressive and I know it's very accurate to what I can do or will do in the future. And so it's not just a matter of stacking up as many degrees as you can. It's also not a matter of stacking up as many certifications as you can. Because if you have if you are a certificate ranger, which means if you just have all these certificates and maybe no formal education or no experience, then you're going to you're going to miss out on some opportunities. So when you're shaping up your resume, when you're looking down the barrel of the of the career shotgun, so to speak, make sure that you have a nice balance. Formal education is necessary. Technical training is necessary. Experience is necessary. Good writing skills are necessary. You can't have one without the other. It's not just a matter of all of one and none of the other. It is a balance. So, a lot of times we get ourselves in situations where we do have a lot of education or we do have a lot of training or we do have a lot of experience. That's okay. I'm just telling you for future reference, move that forward in the right way by balancing it out. So let's get into building a resume. All right, You're, You could go on Google right now and type in free resume template and you could have a thousand resume templates on your computer screen in less than a millisecond. So don't worry so much about the design of your resume. It needs to be clear, concise, and unless you're trying to work for Google, don't try to be too creative with it. Many employers out there, especially the bigger ones, they are not looking at the quality or the design of your resume template. They are looking for specific information. How do I know? Because I was a recruiter at Wells Fargo uh, before I returned back to the Army. And what I found out was is that you had to do things to screen out people just because of the sheer number of applications. So, from a former executive recruiter, listen to what I'm about to say. If the job calls for Microsoft Excel 2013 experience, then you need to list on your resume Microsoft Excel 2013 experience. Because if you don't, some jerk like me is going to delete that resume because you did not match the job description and that same jerk like me is going to move on to the other 300 resumes that the jerk has to go through to whittle it down to 10 or 15 people. It does not matter. We are whittling you down. And it's it's horrible. It sucks. But that is reality. How else are you going to get somebody for a position? You don't know them. There are hundreds of applicants. Don't shoot yourself in the foot by not listing the required skill that is listed on the job description. That is my number one 10,000% best piece of advice. When you are looking at a job description, if you are fortunate enough to get clear job requirements, then you need to list those requirements on your freaking resume. This is not a request. This is a freaking promise. You have to do that. Your resume should never look the same across all the jobs you apply for. If you are shotgun blasting your resume, then you are not looking for a career. You are just looking for a job. And if you're looking for a job, then that's all you'll ever have is just a job. I'm telling you guys and gals, I see it 
day in and day out. People just shotgunning that thing out there. You have to customize it for every single thing. And it's easy to do. It is easy to set yourself up for success by simply creating yourself a resume template with a skills section right in the middle. Those skills section changes for every job. You pop open the job description, you pop open your resume, you make it freaking match, and then you add your accomplishments to your other jobs. It is really that simple. And you can get yourself a great career. You can put yourself on the fast track to success by doing that one simple thing. Don't let yourself get weeded out. Here's the other thing. Uh, it, it's always a good idea to lead with what your strongest thing is. So like if you have a lot of experience, start with your experience. If you have a lot of education, start with your education. If you have a lot of certifications, put those on there first and then just, just go down the hierarchy. If you don't have a lot of education, well then put the education section on the bottom. All right. You don't necessarily have to list your high school diploma, but if that's all you got, well, hey, list it on there. But try to get some certifications. Try to get some type of certificate or something like that if you're light on education. You can get these things online. Doesn't matter. Hop on. Get a certification in telephone prospecting from Skillsoft if you have to. Just do something to show that you have some skill sets outside of your high school diploma. Come on now. Is it really that hard? No, it's not. All right. So, the other thing too is when you're listing your job experience, if you answered phones, if you answered phones at a company and you list on your resume that you answered multi-line phone system, who gives a crap? I can answer a multi-line phone system. What I want to know is why I should hire you. Why should I have you answering my phones? Whereas if you put on there answered multi-line phone system while simultaneously creating a new company greeting that you know improved reception of guests, that's something that I want to talk to you about. Really? What did you do there? I want to know about this new script. Oh, well, I did this, this, and this. You have to have done something in that position other than simply fill a seat. And if you just filled a seat, golly, then you're just going to fill another seat. Be creative with your accomplishments. Uh, you know, constantly recognize for the best smile in the office. I don't care what you put in there, but don't just list your job duties unless the job description requires it, but you've always got to have some type of achievement in your experience section. You have to, all right? It's it, This is simple stuff, guys, that makes a huge difference. I mean, a really huge difference. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to exaggerate, but little touches go a long way. You've got to stand out because there are a thousand people that know how to answer a phone. Hi, this is XYZ Company. No, 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 no. I answer the phone dynamically. Hello, this is XYZ Company, and I am glad that you called. So you, you can do that kind of stuff. Any kind of awards, any kind of winning teams that you're on, uh, you know, uh, highlight your accomplishments, not just your job duties, okay? You know, when it gets to your education, make sure and include, if you have a high grade point average, put that on there. If you're a cum laude or magna cum laude, whatever, put that on there. Uh, if you were a fraternity, if you're in any, any organizations, VFW, Lions Club, Rotary Club, any of that stuff, put all that on there, all right? Stack your resume, but don't put a lot of fluff. If you only have a couple of things for job description, put a couple highlights of what you did, put an achievement, and move on. There's no set format, but don't go on and on and on about all that you did. So, you know, if you were a recruiter and you you prospected, you processed, you integrated, and then you helped them on their career, that's called life cycle recruiting. You can put on there re responsible for the full life cycle recruiting process for a company XYZ, notably achieving well above his goals every year, whatever. 
So learn to summarize what you did. You don't need to specifically type out. I put paper clips on paper. I put paper this way. I did all that stuff. Be, understand the job as a whole, understand your experience as a whole and list it on there so that you can have a concise and powerful resume that when the hiring manager looks at it can simply say, crap, where has this person been my whole life? We need to hire this person. So I'm going to start to wrap this up, but let's think about preparing for that new job. And I, you know what? I'll probably pop on tomorrow and see if we can't uh, go into the interview phase of things. But remember, a balance of formal education, experience, and training, technical training, all right? Don't be afraid to volunteer. Don't be afraid to intern. Even if you're not in college, ask if you can intern. The experiences that you get are incredible. The resume edition is incredible. Look at the third season of Last Chance You on Netflix. The quarterback's coach, Mr. Diaz, I think is his name, worked there for free just so that he could get exposure in the program. He lived in a freaking tiny-ass room. He got food, but he got no money. And he was there day in and day out on those practices, helping out, building up his resume. That's the kind of stuff that you need to do if your resume is light. So, education, experience, exposure, training, formal education. Have a balance. Have a balance. Get certified. Get certifications. Get certificates so that you can prove your skill set. All right? Lead with the strongest thing first on your resume. Be prepared. Highlight your accomplishments, not just what you did. All right, make it concise. Summarize with powerful words. Ask friends and family to help you summarize your resume and make sure it sounds powerful to you. Make sure it is accurate and honest and make sure you can stand by it because that's a powerful resume. Remember to match the job description. Remember, match the job description. Print your resume off today or bring it up on a computer. Listen to this later. Go down your resume step by step. Bounce it off what I say and let me know how it matches up. If you have questions on a resume or if you think your resume is tight, send it to me. I'll be happy to look it over. Send it to me, Gary at BlueCollarConsultingGroup.com. Again, that's Gary at BlueCollarConsultingGroup.com. Send me your resume. I'll be happy to look it over. If it looks like crap, I'll tell you it looks like crap. But if it's awesome, I will literally tell you it's awesome. You're going to get the next job of the President of the United States. So do the right thing with your career. Do the right thing today with people that you love and care about. Tell somebody you love them today. That's important. And then get out there and freaking get the job that you want. Take care of you. Take care of your family. Stop half-assing everything and get it done. All right? I love you guys so much. I'm going to sign off from the podcast. I've been simultaneously broadcasting this on my Facebook Live. So podcast listeners, thank you so much. Feel free to subscribe. I would love to hear from you. Take care. Tell somebody you love them today. I'll see you guys on the next one.